This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Because I'm taking this very, very seriously. Are you about to take your shirt off? What is up, everybody? It's Katie Austin here, and welcome back to Austin AF. Today, I have Bryce Hirschberg, who's coming into studio today to talk all about Too Hot to Handle, how he got into reality TV, and honestly, some lessons that he's learned from it. And it's funny because I've actually known Bryce for a few years, actually like almost eight years, I want to say. And so it's kind of been really wild to watch his journey and uh, seeing him on national reality TV, right on Netflix, being a star of a show and gaining seriously followers overnight. So I wanted to kind of talk about that and how it is being a reality star and if I would ever go on reality TV and why people love to watch reality TV in terms of dating, especially. So before he comes in, uh, let's talk about that for a hot sec, because I find it so freaking intriguing how so so many people are obsessed with The Bachelor, Love Island, uh, Too Hot to Handle. Meanwhile, I'm not trying to be like, I don't watch any of this. I find it trash. I, I really don't watch any reality TV. And I almost feel bad because Bryce, when he comes in, I, I really don't have any idea what the show is about that he was on. I remember seeing trailers. I've seen all the, obviously his Instagrams about it, but I don't watch reality TV. I find it Really stupid, <laughs> especially the Bachelor franchise. No offense. I know we had Kay York City and like, you know, even someone like her come in and we had Ben Smith from The Bachelor, who's an amazing person. And he even said himself, like, it's just not the same. And, and everyone who is reality stars, every single person I've interviewed on Austin AF can agree that reality TV and and their experience about it is just not that real. And I think a lot of the time, you know, in my LA bubble, my friends understand that reality TV isn't real. But if you guys are listening to this, I just want to let you know that the producers make storylines. It is a lot of the time completely false. And when the reality stars are really good friends with the producers, the producers try to become their friends. So the stars of the show trust them. So when they do something crazy and the producer's like, oh my God, no, that's a really good idea. They want that person to trust them. So they become their friend. And it's like this weird like storyline that comes out, but at the same time, it is a little bit real because you feel so crazy when we're on this like island. It is literally manipulated truth, meaning, yes, these people are doing what you see on TV. If someone's like on The Bachelor, hey, can I steal you for a second? Obviously, that's not fake. That person's going and doing it. Their actions are real. But at the same time, 
The producers are manipulating them to do those things. The producers want to be the star's friends so that they trust them to do these things on the show. At the same time, imagine being locked on an island or in a house with the same people for weeks at a time without your phone. I have had (laughs) the littlest experience with this possible. And the only thing I can possibly relate this to is when I did Sports Illustrated Swimsuit and I was in a hotel with the same girls and the same people and the same team for five straight days. And I thought like it was my end all be all and nothing else was going on outside of the world. And literally by the day six, I was like, Holy shit, does the outside world exist? I was going fucking crazy. I can't imagine being in a house, being on an island with the same people for even eight weeks at a time. And so I think sometimes people go in with the intention of like, you know, say a girl is like 22 years old and she's like, I'm looking for the love of my life. I've been looking my entire life for this one person. I think at first she's probably fibbing a little bit. You know, I think she just wants fame. She wants the followers on Instagram. But sometimes when you get in there and I'm just going off of like what I think would happen, in my opinion, it would happen to me. And there's like almost no one else around. And you think that man is your end all be all. And other girls or other guys are competing for that person as well. And there's like some prize involved. And then you also know that cameras are around you filming and you're going to be seen on national TV. A competitive side comes out in you. And also you might actually think that you are in love with this person. I think that when Caleb from Love Island came on, I think that might have happened with him and Justine because he might have thought he was in love with her like on the show. This is just totally my opinion off of our episode with him. But like he probably thought he was like, okay, cool. I would love to be in a relationship with you in the house on the show. But when you escape to the real world, this is not real. This is not actually how relationships can work and handle because They're stuck in a place where nothing else exists. The Bachelor, when there's one person and like one guy and like 20 girls, girls, like, I don't know about you. I can't imagine competing with 19 girls for my current boyfriend at the time. I actually wouldn't do it. I was reached out to by The Bachelor. I was reached out by uh, Love Island twice. I was reached out to by a producer actually last week to do a new reality show that is going to be on a major platform like Netflix or Hulu. And they were like, we want it to be a friendly competition show. And it's not a dating show. So it's fine if you have a boyfriend, but you know, you never know what's going to happen because you're going to be stuck in London in a house for at least six weeks. And right away I stopped it. I was like, hi, whoa, so sorry. I I cannot do this. Uh, first off, I have major anxiety. Number two, I don't want to put myself out there on a platform without knowing what's going to happen next. I think a lot of the times, you know, you can look at reality stars and be like, damn, well, I'd get followers overnight. I'd probably be an influencer overnight and be making so much money. I have no idea how someone, especially the producers and the editors, are going to edit me. They can make up an entire storyline about me. And I think sometimes they have made up those storylines about people. You know, someone has a bad guy, someone has a good guy, someone has the sensitive one. And they might have a little bit of that, you know, in real life. But reality TV, again, manipulated truth. I want you guys to know that. And what you see on TV isn't always real. I think we all know that. But 
take a step back. The Kardashians is fucking scripted. Let's be real. I stand by that. And now before we get into the episode, I want to harsh transition here, but I feel like we're done talking about reality TV before Bryce comes in because you guys all know that it's like manipulated truth. So anyways, let's talk about one of my favorite hydration products. It is called Element. And the reason I love it so much, they are on the go packets of electrolyte drink mix to make sure you are staying hydrated. They also come in so many delicious flavors, just like lemon habanero, mango chili, chocolate salt. And all you do is you rip open the package, you put in your water, you guys can take it anywhere on the go. If you all are traveling, or if you guys work out a lot like me and you're sweating, you want to really replenish and recharge yourself with hydration, electrolytes, and especially salt. It actually has 100 milligrams of sodium, which can really help retain the water as well, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium as well. So it's packed with nutrients, not only amazing flavor, but I always say this about Element. I love it because it really helps me when I'm drinking alcohol as well. It is so important to especially stay hydrated and replenish with electrolytes when you are consuming alcohol. So if you guys drink like me, you work out a lot like me, you're on the go, maybe you're traveling and you forget to drink a lot of water, make sure to try Element. I highly recommend it. And if you guys want a free drink sample of this hydration mix, all you guys have to do, yes, I said free, all you guys have to do is drinkelement.com slash Austin AF. By the way, that is spelled drink L-M-N-T dot com slash Austin A-F. Or you guys can just press the link right down below to visit that page as well. And now let's get into the episode with Bryce. All right, Bryce. Well, thank you so much for coming to Austin AF today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love, I was just saying before we started this, I love podcasts. You do? Okay, love, so why do you love podcasts? Well, I mean, obviously me too. No, for sure. Number one, I love to talk. All the time. I just okay. talk, talk, talk. That's Chatty Kathy. But also, I the when I started doing all these podcasts, it was after, I'm sure we'll talk about Tua to Handle. I was after Tua to Handle, and Tua to Handle came out during the, you know, yeah. lockdown. The like, pandy. Like, like super, super yes. lockdown, like you can't leave your house lockdown. So we did lots of podcasts. We are all via Zoom. Ugh. So as soon as people were like, hey, Bryce, could you come into a studio to do a podcast? I'm like, absolutely. Can we cuss on this thing? Oh, yes. Absolutely. That's the name of the show is Austin, <laughs> Austin AF as oh, yeah. fuck. Right, right, right. So, True. yes, of course, yes. Because you could say anything yeah, you want. No we'll filter. Oh, no, no good. I don't have much of it. So, it's nice. <laughs> I do have good media training, though. So, oh, good. So did, did Too Hot to Handle give you media training or you just had to learn it? I, well, a little bit. A little bit. Um, they, they prep you and make sure you're not a complete idiot on, a, on, on national TV and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and TV. But, um, but, yeah, I think I, you know. Lots of years of practice to make sure I don't get caught up, but love doing this stuff. Good. Well, I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, and uh, we're going to get into Too Hot to Handle and everything in reality TV and what you're doing next too. But I just want to let everyone know that Bryce and I have actually known each other for a little while now. Wow. Like eight years? It's got to be because you're a Delta Gamma, right? <laughs> I was a DG, she baby. A DG. ITB. Yeah. My, my brother was DG Anchorman. Yes, he was. Barrett, shout out. Barrett, what are they like? You were like a year apart from Barrett or same I year? think I was a year younger than your brother. Something like that. Yeah. And then, so, and then we had neighbor friends that 
lived by you and i used to kick her butt in ping pong she'll say i didn't but i definitely did i don't know why I, you're I, saying I, that I, because I, it's not true no, it's true um, i bring the cameras out here as a ping pong table i really was my first question was is this gonna be is this podcast at your place because we could so we could play ping pong literally but, literally yes and that's my family's like go to and someone comes yeah, over it's yeah, like yeah. the nice icebreaker it's like yeah. are you good at ping pong let's play but i was wondering do you still live on your boat still do you still live yeah, on your yeah, boat yeah. So mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, Bryce has a boat and you guys have had it for forever now, right? Yeah, we we got it in uh we got it for me to live on in wow. in gosh, June 1st, 2013. Wild. And I've lived on it ever since. What prompted you to want to live on a boat? Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't had that one before. <laughs> Just <Really>? kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you get on the boat over, it's like, why? No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, oh, all my friends live in the marina and I wanted to be by all my friends. I went to LMU. I didn't go to USC, but yeah, I was two years older than my brother. So I did my last two years at USC, I always like to say. Um, as far as the partying goes, not a lot of partying at LMU. But all my friends lived in the Marina Del Rey and I was living in a regular apartment, just like a regular person. And, um, it was expensive. And my parents started sending me Craigslist ads. Like you could live in a studio in Culver City for like a thousand bucks a month. Now you can't get that now, but back in the day, it's like, that's still too expensive. Eventually my dad sent me a listing. You see, you could live on a boat. And I'm like, I'd live on a boat. And he's like, would you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, let's go, let's go find a boat. You could live on it. So basically we found like this insane deal on this boat in Utah. And we bought it for like very not a lot of money. Dang. And it, we got it shipped over, driven, and it hit the 10 freeway overpass when it got here and it totaled the boat. No. And I'm homeless at this point and I see this broken boat coming at me. I have like a U-Haul full of all my stuff from my apartment. I'm just like, oh my God. But it still floated <laughs> or whatever. So for the next three months, I lived on this broken boat until insurance ended up totaling it and giving us like way more. Then, then it was worse. So we bought the boat. I live on now. Damn. Okay, this might be a stupid question, but did you have any like boating experience before starting to live on a boat? Well, I always loved. Grew up by the water, right? Okay. And loved the water, and done like my water skiing and jet skiing and stuff like that. Yeah. But never like, never like, I hadn't probably never driven a boat even. Wow. And this is like a big boat. And it's a tough boat to drive, um, because it is such a big boat. But it's. Yeah, my, it's pretty much my first time with that experience, yeah. My first thing that I'm wondering is, like, when you bring home girls from the bar, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, oh, come home with me, and you bring them to a boat? I like to tell them <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> so they're, so Do they they're, usually think it's cool, or there, is anyone like, no, I won't, like, this might be a murderer? They all say it might be a murder. Are you going to kill me? That's what they all say. That's what I would say. They, they, all, <laughs> they all say, are you going to kill me? And I say, I haven't been arrested for murder yet. Oh, oh, keyword yet. That's nice, Bryce. And and, then, nice. and then they all come back to the boat. <laughs> oh, my yeah, dear fun. Lord. It's different because when you're in a bar, I tell this, it's actually the first podcast that I've done with a female. So this would be interesting because I usually have like the boy banter. But why not? Hey, so, I can boy banter. Yeah, okay. There's no sexism here. There I can go. boy banter okay, for let's sure. See. Okay. I can keep up with the men. I know. I know you can. This is just a new experience for me. It's like, okay. So I'll tell you. It's like girls asking me about girls coming to the boat. It's just always a unique thing. It's like, yes, that happens. Um, and uh, and it's very, it's a, people say it's, it's just like the biggest wingman ever, the boat. It's, I'd say it like this. When you're, when you're at a bar, if some guy came up to you, well, besides the, if, are you going to kill me thing? If some guy came up to you and was like, hey, come back to my place. You're like, 
I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really know this guy or like, where is his place or like, yeah, does he have a roommate? Whatever. Or it's like, hey, I live on, on my, I live on my boat. You want to come check it out? You're like, immediately you're like, well, that's kind of unique and interesting. I might just go look at it. We'll see what happens type thing. So I think a lot of people are like intrigued, intrigued by it. By it. Yes. They're like, oh, I don't have to go back to Bryce's place. I go back to his boat. It's not really going back to his place. It's going back to his boat and making excuses for himself. So I think I'm like, way too logical because if you said, I live on a boat, come back to the boat with me, I'd be like, okay, so if I have to get up and go to the bathroom, where am I going to the bathroom? Where's my stuff going to be? How am I going to get off and on this boat? I, I would be way too overthinking That's it. interesting, yeah. This As is, a that's girl, very, that's very smart. I would be like, I feel way more comfortable at an apartment or a house. Do you think girls think that? I do. That's yeah. interesting yeah. because they have, they have these questions when they get on the boat. Like, okay, so like, where do I pee? Now, I have a couple of bathrooms on the boat. It's not a big deal. Well, I also have extreme anxiety. So that's <laughs> a funny that question. Be, that could be it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it's it's more catered to the go with the flow, fuck it crowd. I guess it would be really cool to be like, you know, if you were a girl and you're doing a one night stand, I've actually never gone home with a guy from a bar in my life. Fun fact. Nice. Yeah. I've never you. brought a girl home from a bar. It's not really? I don't know. I think about it. I think you're being sarcastic. I'm not like a prude or anything. I, I just know, have I never done that. I, I have very high anxiety and I just would never. Yeah. I have to like know the person very, very well before I go back to their place. Right. I I just feel like it would be a cooler story. Like I woke up on a boat. Yes. <laughs> like it was the craziest night. I woke up on a boat. Right, right, right. You I know? think, yeah, a lot of the times, especially, well, I mean, nowadays, who knows, whatever the case, whoever, for whatever reason, people do like coming Saying to the boat. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you actually invited my sister and I on to your boat back yeah, in the day. Back in the day. And we never went on mm -hmm. because we get seasick. Mm -hmm. And you think seasick isn't a thing. Mm -mm. For all my seasick gals or gal guys and out there, seasickness is a real seasick thing. Seasickness is not a real thing. Just like hangovers really aren't a real thing. It's mental. Everything's mental. Okay. Agree to disagree. We'll see. Like if you have high anxiety, right? Yes. That is all in your head, right? But it affects your stomach. Right when you get it, when you get anxiety, for me, it affects your heart. Yeah. Sometimes it yeah. affects your whole body because your mind is that powerful. As if you could convince your mind otherwise, like there's something called, well, plug this thing. It's called a relief band, right? So they, it's it's like something that you put on your wrist and it like shocks you every once in a while. That's just essentially confusing your brain to not make huh. you seasick, right? Instead of like taking like a, uh, what's that thing that the, the nodipel? Yeah, yeah. The it starts with the D. Whatever. Did, da, da, I, da. No. We don't have it because we don't believe in seasickness. Drama me. Thank you. Thank you. Drama me. Of course. No, we do have it. Because, yeah, okay. I get people get seasick and I've been seasick before, like on a trip to Catalina when I'm like 10 years old. But, like, it's like I don't get hungover because my mind's too strong. What's your craziest boat story? Sorry, I'm oh just my like God. really switching subjects there. I know you have a crazy one. My craziest boat story? I have a fun boat story. Let's hear it. Um, and then we'll move on from boat stuff. That's fine. This is actually, this, you're, you have to explain why you weren't here. My brother invited a bunch of DGs back to our boat for like some sort of event. I don't know what events they would be, but there were like 25 DGs that came to the boat. I actually remember being invited. You, I'm, not, I'm not even just saying but that. But you're seasick. Fair enough. I mean, whatever excuses that you have. So so everyone comes, but my dad's busy. Well, my dad lived in Orange County at the time. They both live in LA next to us right now in Marina Del Rey. So my brother's like, we got to we gotta take it out. It's like, I'll give you on a Thursday or something. Like, could, you, could we drive it? Like my brother and I? He's like, do you think we could do it? And I'm like... 
Yeah. I mean, how many girls are going? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, I'll make it happen, you know? Yeah. So my brother and I, we take it out ourselves. Um, everything's going nice. Cause the hardest part about driving this boat is, is, uh, is parking it and, and backing it out. Okay. Right. Because imagine parking a car with the street moving. It's kind of difficult, but if, if you time it out, it's not bad. So, so we're, everything's going great and we're out at sea and everyone's having a blast. All the girls are having fun. And on our way back in, we get pulled over by the sheriff's department. Damn. And there's a difference between boat cops and like cop cops. Boat cops are fucking cool. <laughs> they just don't care. They just see a bunch of girls on a boat. And they're like, let's pull these guys over. Whatever. You know, just jump on and say, hey, at least that's what we're thinking. So they get on and they, I, we've been boarded, it's called. We've been boarded by cops before. Um, because of our parties that we have. So we know the routine. You're so fucking cool. <laughs> well, because we have lots of girls. So, so yeah, let's go, girls. People that aren't seasick, exactly. So um we uh so we go and we know I know where all the things that they're gonna ask for. The the extinguishers are right here, this blah 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 blah. And they're like, okay, well, you have like 30 people on the boat. Do you know you have to have a life jacket? Per person. per person, yes. And they're like, so they like get their ticket book up. You know, they're like, so, you know. I'm like, I have 30 life jackets. Because we happen to have like 37 life jackets on this boat. Oh, shit. So we started pulling out these life jackets and everybody starts putting them on. <laughs> so everyone, like they didn't have to put them on, but everyone's yeah, like, oh, yeah, life yeah. jackets, how fun, yeah. right? So everyone starts putting on these life jackets. And I, w- I wish I had, I'll send you the picture because I Hell have yeah, the picture. I have, I have a, I, whenever the guy's like, okay, I believe you, I believe you. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> so I kept throwing them out and I had the cop take a picture of all of us wearing our life jackets. And they're just like big, big squad. You see how many people you recognize that were there. But good. That's the so funny. craziest part about that story is we have to turn off our engines while they boarded right. us. Yes. When we turn them back on, some wiring was up and our steering wheel didn't work. Oh, fuck. So I had to park the boat without steering. Now, luckily, there are two engines on the boat. So you could technically turn a boat um, using the engines, like going huh. forward and reverse on two engines. You could turn a boat like that. Were the girls scared? I didn't tell anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm just like, I better fucking park this thing. <laughs> oh, my and God. And it was tricky. I told my dad afterward. It was like it was like landing a plane. It was the most Damn. exhilarating thing of my life. Damn. But yeah. Well, um, no pun intended. Switching gears here. Yes. That's not <laughs> Voting bad. gears. Uh, <laughs> I want to now talk about Too Hot to Handle. What yeah, cool. we all came to this podcast yeah, yeah, for, yeah. baby. So, what are you doing before the show? Mm-hmm. How did you get approached to do it? Let's start there. Okay. So... In 2018, I got out of a very long-term serious relationship. I thought this girl was going to be the one. Um, it, she broke up with me. That year, the years leading up, I made a movie called Counterfeiters. Yes. I. Oh, my God. I remember. Yeah. And it was. It did really well. And it was in theaters and stuff. And um, But it didn't lead to anything. It didn't lead to a big agency. And it didn't lead to another movie. It was just kind of disappointing. So I was a bit, I was a bit down. I was a bit sad, and then she broke up with me, probably because I was such a bummer. Um, whatever the case, right. I was very, very sad. Oh, <laughs> it was sorry. one of the worst times of my life. It was probably like around November of 2018. Damn, when I was like rock bottom. But then, as some weird, weird manifestation thing that I've been truly trying to believe in and actually believing in these days, because Hell I yeah. think it's weird how the universe works like this stuff. Yep, I. My car was also a piece of junk at the time. 
and I saw, I, and I'm like, I'm getting rid of my car. Like I, it was just, it was driving, it was just costing me so much money and I'm just really depressed at this time. So I'm like, I, I'm looking for a lease and I'm looking at these lease deals and I find right next to the studio right here, an Alfa Romeo dealership that had this amazing lease deal for like a two year lease where I'll be paying basically nothing for this car, which is a beautiful luxury. Alfa Romeo is yeah. a great car. Amazing car. So I got this car and I just felt like a million bucks. And I felt like everything was going to turn for me. And like two weeks later, I got a DM request from a casting person. Now, this isn't the first DM request I've ever gotten in my life to be on a reality show. It's like, but usually I ignore it. I think I was with a girl at the time um, who I, I opened up. I, at this point, I had like one DM request. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so I like I looked at the oh, one. Well, to what you yeah, have right, now. Exactly. <laughs> now I have, you know, well, it's like so I to my one DM, I'm like, what is this? Like random DM request. Wow, first one that I've ever gotten of those, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's like you'd be on the show from the makers of American Idol and a bunch of stuff. So I know it's Fremantle because I've worked in that business, obviously. Yeah. I'm like big production company. Absolutely. And I'm like, for it's a major streaming platform. So I'm thinking. Uh, maybe. And then um, I was reading it aloud and this girl was like, you should do it. I'm like, so I, I'm like, maybe. So I DM'd him back right. and immediately this girl's like, can I call you right now? And they're in the UK. So I'm like, sure. So I, I'm like, give me one second. So I go on the phone with this girl, Kate, who, um, who basically was like, yeah, it's a, it's a show. They didn't say it's a dating show. They say it's a show, bunch of beautiful people in an exotic location, um, filming in a couple months and it'll be on a major streaming platform. And I'm like, great. She's like, do you care to guess which one? I'm like, I can't tell you. But I'm like, I'm thinking Hulu. They're like, they're like, what's Hulu? Because they don't have Hulu in the UK. Oh, <laughs> so that's funny. I'm like, Netflix. They're like, would you be interested? I'm like, yeah, I'd be interested in that. Damn. So, so basically, do you know how they found you over DM though? I think through Boat Chronicles. Oh, oh, your boat yeah. Instagram. My boat feeling. Instagram. They probably saw the parties and whatnot, the, the pictures it. of me and 25 girls. And they're probably like, that guy, maybe. Like a little Dan Bilzerian esque. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that, right? But so, so, so do you like Dan Bilzerian? Do you, like, do you look up to him? Do I look up to him? Nah. I think that what he does is pretty darn cool. He has I'm a really nice page. He is extremely. Um, I, I've never met him before. Not for me. No, no. I just find what he does extremely sexist mm. and the way he uses girls is horrifically disgusting. Anyways, we can continue with the show. No, so, I, but I agree with that. And I've actually had social media people, like managers and whatnot, since the show's come out, we could talk about that as well, but they're like, this is great. This gotta be your brand. You gotta be the the boat guy with yeah. the Stambles area and all the girls. I'm like, that's not really what I No, do. and you have so much more like experience with like acting and movies right, and so directing and, you know. I don't wanna be that guy. You don't wanna be that guy. Also, you don't want to end up with a girl who wants to be one of those girls. Absolutely not. That's the yeah. that's the number one reason. Yes. I need a I need a sweet, a sweet yes. girl. Anyways, back yes, to what to handle. To handle. <laughs> so I did a couple auditions. Um was like a 90 minute Zoom call with them. And um, and it went time. really well. It was, a, it was really long. Wow. I, I did the song and dance, literally. Like, I got my piano out and sang for them. Shut I, the front I, door. And they, and they actually made me do a dance as well. No. <laughs> Take my shirt off and dance for them. And so how the long was the process thing. after that? Um, About two weeks later, I got an email saying, all right, you're going to be a finalist. Now, the amount of times I've heard like, oh, I'm going to be a finalist yeah, on Love yeah, Island. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like, totally. No, but it's like, but I, for whatever reason, I felt really confident about this. Hell one. yeah. And I'm like, okay. Then they were like, all right, we're going to, fly everyone out to meet you in person. In this case, they flew everyone out to LA. I live in LA. So they flew out and then met me. 
It was Valentine's Day 2019. It was pouring rain. So long ago. So long ago. And I was with a different girl at the time who was getting me ready for this audition. At this point, we don't know it's a dating show. We just think it's a Netflix show. So she's like, good luck, Bryce. You know? Stop. You know? like, That's your girlfriend? No, it's not my girlfriend. We're just well, like, like, yeah, I like dating. Yeah, yeah. It's Valentine's Day. We spent Valentine's Day yeah. together. So it's like, woke up Valentine's Day morning. Good luck, sweetie. You know? So I, yeah, pouring rain. I just, I remember walking in. I met the, Amy and Rowena, are the, the two producers on the show. And I was just like, I apologize for the rain. It's not usually like this. <laughs> so oh, it was like your yeah. first time in LA. And I basically did like this audition in person for another hour, hour and a half. And then basically they would WhatsApp me every day at like four in the morning for the next month asking like a random question. Like, what's your favorite food? Or like, if you could choose tropical or this, or like, if you, sushi or just, I think they just wanted to get some bit of a profile on me. Just to get like, see while they're building their story. Story What's your type? Are you a blonde or a brunette? You know, like stuff like that. Um, what's your best friend's phone number? What's your wow. parents' phone number? They called everybody. They talked to everybody. Yeah. Oh my god. So okay. They get that so tea. wait, I didn't watch the show. What was your storyline on the show? Well, don't watch the show. <laughs> it's not that good. I'm just no, kidding. I watched. I, well, I watched like the preview and like <laughs> research you. Obviously, like a trailer or whatever. Yeah, but like, yeah. I, I didn't. I, that's not my type of TV. Yeah. So, um, what was your storyline? Yeah. Okay. So. The, so the if you don't know anything about Too Out to Handle, it's about a bunch of sexy singles um, who are their big thing that everyone has in common is they like to have sex. Oh, right, that's, nice. that's like their thing. They're you could almost call it like a sex rehab because you're not allowed to touch, kiss, have sex, or self uh, like masturbate. You can't masturbate. You can say it. Yeah, if you can't yeah. masturbate either. If you do any of those, you lose money for everybody. There's a big pot of money. How do they know if you'll masturbate? There's cameras everywhere, including the bathrooms and the showers. When you're taking a shit. Yeah, they're not rolling those cameras, but they are there just for like that purpose. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you knew this before. I I know. I didn't know that this was what the show was about at all. So you get there thinking it's a show on Netflix. Oh, I'm like, I'm going to meet these hot girls. Like, it's going to be a crazy fun time. I'm going to make like a name for my, you know, it's going to be a lot of the hottest. And you get there and they're like, there's cameras everywhere. Well, I knew there's going to be cameras. Okay. But I didn't know what, like, that we weren't allowed to touch each other or yourself. <laughs> you get backed up for a long time in there, I'll tell you. Am I? Do I live <laughs> under a rock? Do you I ever heard live, about this show? Do I actually live? Okay, so I obviously know, like, Francesca and Harry yeah, yeah. and you off of yeah, it, of course. Yeah. And I know the people who came yeah, off yeah, of it. Right. And I know, like, they're on Too Hot to Handle, and I know the people on Love Island. I've never actually fucking seen shows. Yeah, okay. Well, this one's, it's a bit... There are some of the shows are really good. And our show is like, our show isn't just trash reality. It's uh, basically, it's a retreat. So we do workshops about learning to love yourself and growing and trying to communicate without using like physical touch and stuff. Yeah, you actually learned a lot. I became a much happier person after the show was done. Did you hook up with anyone on the show? I lost, um, I lost money on the show. Yeah. Did you? I did. I did. Oh man. Did you learn anything really like that you would say, wow, I'm really glad I did this. Obviously you just said you became happier. Is there one thing that you're like, damn, I'm really happy I did this because I learned this. Well, yeah, no, that's a big thing, especially in the finale. Uh, well, there's a bunch of different, a bunch of different workshops that we did, but we really dug deep and um, basically expressed our demons and like threw them out, threw them like just discarded our demons. Like we washed them away in the sea. We burned them in fire. We're like anything that we were, like, I was bullied when I was younger. We talked about that. We talked about different things where it's like, 
eventually um you you just you gotta it's it just making why is there people I'm oh sorry. we have we, we have a i'm talking about something deep right here let's yeah. bring in some sushi. sushi there you go see that's his way rice's favorite food yeah right it's my favorite food hell yeah oh lovely here you go just in case you want to fill <laughs> up on some sushi me. before you my spill some gosh tea. anyways what i was saying was we got to we got to really expel our demons and it was a nurturing environment and when I returned from the show, I was just so happy with myself. After oh. being so down on myself for so long, so many insecurities and so many different things, I just, I didn't have any, I didn't have any insecurities. It's the weirdest thing. Do you think that you felt happier after the show because you released the demons or because you were getting a lot of validation and attention after the show? No, because the show actually didn't air for a year. Interesting. So we got back in the end of April 2020, 2019, and it aired in April 2020. Holy shit. So you're sitting on this for a year thinking I may or may not be famous. Right. Wow. This show may or may not come out. Did you go on the show to become famous? I go on the show for exposure, absolutely. When I found out it was Netflix, it was like, at first I'm like, I've seen reality shows, MTV, yeah. stuff like that. You get a couple, maybe 10, 20,000 followers or something like that. And I was talking to this girl I was dating at the time. She goes, no, 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 it's Netflix. It's 192 countries. Like, yeah, it's like numbers. You'll get lots and lots of followers. You're like your movie, Bryce, will be seen by lots of people. I really respect you, Bryce, yeah. because most of the people who say they go on these dating reality shows are looking for love. But you said you went on for exposure. Yeah. And I respect the honesty. I really, really do. And I can't, I can't take all the credit. Again, this wasn't a dating show. We had oh. no idea what this show was. So I, looking for love is, I wasn't really looking for love at the time. I was looking for exposure. Damn. So yeah. they didn't even tell you that it was going to be a dating show before you got there. Mm -mm. Wow. Yeah. What was the exact thing that they told you then? Just Sexy singles, tropical location, Netflix. Very, very Which cool. is a great pitch. <laughs> you know? Wow. Great pitch, yeah. So once it came out, did you notice a difference of, A, obviously getting more attention, but the way people treat you? Okay, so this is a unique because when our show came out, it was, even though you didn't see it, the biggest show ever because of everyone being locked inside. No, I remember right. when it came out specifically because I remember you were on it. Obviously, right, yeah, we yeah. know you. Me right. and my sister know you. And we're right. like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. going on? Like, Bryce is on the show right, or whatever. Right, 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 so right. obviously, I knew. I remember when it came out, like height of lockdown. Yes, height of lockdown. So when we're getting famous like really famous and like hundreds of thousands of millions of followers, right? We we can't leave the house or the boat Wild. in my case, right? So I would go on like walks with my mom around the marina and like girls would like ride their bikes up to me and want to take a picture, like but like once a day. Crazy. Because that's it though. <laughs> but like after, but like, there, you remember there was a gap between, when did, when did coronavirus go away? Um, it, when, right, right when around George Floyd, because there yeah, were the, June, it was like June from September of last right, summer, exactly. So there was because I remember at the time we were at one of these bars and they were they were rioting and Third Street and stuff like that. But around that time, I I um, was going to bars and stuff and just and getting mobbed by dudes, oh my like God. mobbed by guys want to take pictures and a couple girls here and there and like blah blah blah. But like just tons of fandom. But it wasn't until I went to started going to I go to Cabo all the time. It wasn't started when going to Mexico and it really hit me because not only is everyone a tourist, so they're like from 
Idaho and, you know, Wisconsin. But they're like in Mexico. It's, yeah. It was big in Mexico. It's the number one show in every country. So wow. it was like, boom. That must have been super mentally <laughs> mind-fucking in it a way. Was, it was huge. Do you mind if I have a couple? Of, do you like it, it on me, by the way? Uh, I'm good. I had sure? Chipotle before this. I saw that. But I think that must have been super mind-fucking because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you go from not being nobody, but you know, right. no followers right. to overnight success, fame online, but right. can't see it in real life. Right. And then all of a sudden, it overnights in real life. Yes. It's kind of this weird, you know, oh, it almost like it's like a Black Mirror type shit. It's where very you're like, Black Mirror. Where you're right. famous, but you're not because you can't see anyone. Exactly. People would say, which they're right. It's like you have the you have the thing where it's like. It's we missed out on a lot of opportunity from not being able to leave, like as far as appearances, promotions, budget cuts, stuff like that. We could have made probably a lot more money. If we, if the, if the world was normal, right? But would we be nearly as famous? Yeah. Probably not, because everyone was forced to watch Tiger so King true. and Two Out to Handle. That was That's it. So you know what I mean? True. Wow. So you kind of, I mean, a blessing and a curse. You know? it, yes, exactly mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. And then moving on from that, is mm-hmm. there you know opportunities that you saw a, like arose from Two Out to Handle, or at the same time? I know you were you know into movies before. Do you think the reality show hurt your chance of more movies or it just helped? That's interesting. So, um, the I have a little I have a couple thoughts on this. So, like six years ago, let's call it six or seven years ago, the idea of Netflix was like a joke. Me and Barrett almost had a show called Boat Chronicles that was gonna yeah. be a reality TV I about remember. us living on his life. And they're like, do you want us to pitch Netflix? And we're like, nah, we want MTV. We yeah. want E. We want Bravo. We want Oxygen. Yeah. Give us free yeah. mantle. Like, or, or, or give us a free form. Give us yeah. anybody. They're like, you don't want Netflix? They're like, nah. Because no one was watching Netflix. Or especially on that platform. On that like platform. Reality. Yeah, I don't know. Even before then, YouTube. No one was on YouTube. No. Reality TV was garbage. You don't want yeah. Jersey Shore? Trash. Real world, blah, blah, blah. These days... Reality TV is the biggest platform for people to be to become somebody. It's like the stigma of reality TV is totally gone because what the what is what is like the biggest currency now is following. Absolutely. So the and the, almost the only way to get a really big following is to be on a show. Fast. Fast, right? Unless you're going to build it from scratch like you did. Now, that's the I'm talking real quick and yes. it's what you do with it from there. I was telling you a little bit ago it's not a 100% thing, but I have an opportunity to be in a really, really big movie as a really big role that could be filming in Spain next month. Hell yeah. Yeah. Knock on wood. Is this wood around here? Knock on no. wood. Let's go. Maybe. But um, but like, I think that part of that not only is because I could act and stuff like that and I had to audition and whatnot, but I think probably an element of that is I have a following. Addison then, Ray. Right. all that. Oh my God. I, did you watch that? It was not bad. She is the only reason it went number one. Yeah. It was a shit movie. No offense. Nah, but she hey. she actually was a star of it. Amazing actress. I am in love with her. Yeah. And she's the only reason I watched it. She's Truly. Not, she, I think she did good. She did a yeah. phenomenal. Really good job. Absolutely amazing. It was a little bit cheesy of a movie. But at the same time, she is literally the only reason I watched it. Because I love her as a social media star. Have you, which is the craziest oh, thing. Right? 
it's so much it's love. It's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, so wild because I watch things. It's almost like a sports game as mm-hmm. well. Why do I like the Warriors more than any other team? It's not because, I mean, the sometimes truth? they're fun to watch. But Is this the, the truth? Yeah. You but like it's because Warriors? I love Stefan. What? Like the Warriors? Yes. Where are you from? Um, uh, Virginia. My dad represents Stefan. Yeah, so I was trying to say, like, the only oh, right. reason I like the team is because I have bias because of who, you know, I love Stefan. And I like, who else do I love? I love the Lakers because, you, know, you know, Wesley Matthew was on it. <laughs> but, like, it only depends on the person. Right, right, right. And the so relationship with it, sure. Exactly what you're trying to say mm-hmm. is same thing with, like, social media and stars. Like, for you to be in a movie is really smart because if someone likes you, they're going to watch the movie. Right, exactly. And not because they think that, you know, it's going to be a really good movie. You're in it, so they're watching. Exactly. Now, probably a very, very small because it would be a lot of other people, big name actors, they'd probably really go for it. But they're like, oh, Bryce is in it, too. <laughs> yeah, Why yeah, not? You yeah. know? I can help promote it. Yeah. That if they even need that. But I think that is actually only helping my career at this point. Yeah. And then you also told me before yes. we filmed this show really? that you're going to do something else. Yeah. So I'm, it's very, what, what the, the craze, the craze, first time anyone's ever going to hear this. And it will be officially announced probably pretty soon. But yes, I'm going to be in a celebrity boxing match. Do you know who you're fighting? At? I do know who I'm fighting. You do? I know that I'm going to beat his ass too. Wow, um, this is the, by the way, this could be the first press mm-hmm. press conference for the match right here. Bryce, what do you want to say fuck is to that your guy? opponent? <laughs> he knows what I mean when he's there. I'm going to buy his ticket to Mexico for him. I'll tell him all the best places. He wants to go pick hermit crabs. I'll tell you where the hermit crabs are. He knows what, he, he knows what I'm talking about. Wow, okay. And are you ready to really box someone? Oh, I, I'm born ready. I'm a big, big, big boxing fan. Always been my whole life. My first movie I ever made was about this boxer named Max Bear. Cool. And big, bo- my mom loved Oscar De La Hoya growing up. I always watched Oscar. He's got a fight coming up. He does. Next week, I think. Thriller. <laughs> yeah, Triller. Um, I watched when Oscar lost to Floyd and then Floyd became my favorite boxer. I'm a big Floyd Mayweather fan. So big boxing fan, never boxed anybody in a ring on pay-per-view and fight TV, which oh, I'm very excited for. Oh my God. But I'm training like a madman for the next three months. Yeah, you are. Eat that sushi. I'm, eating, mm. I'm saying eating lean, eating healthy. This is probably going to be the worst thing I eat, even though Damn. it's great. Um, and just like I'm doing everything. every, And I'm not a big uh, workout person at all. So this is going to be quite the journey for well, me. Well, if you want to work out, let me know. I probably will go through one of your workouts too. I've seen those. I'm like, I just, I get tired watching your videos. Are there other reality stars going to be involved in this boxing match? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think, no offense to you, um, reality stars would be the most punchable people. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. Probably ever. Mm-hmm. I would love to knock out a reality star. Which one? Um, I don't really watch reality TV. <laughs> Um, if, you could, um, if you could box anybody in a celebrity boxing fact, if they... Oh, who do I hate? I don't want to say hate, but sure. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Who do I dislike? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, God, I can't say it. Sure you can. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. This is your headline. This you can. There's this girl from The Bachelor who drives me up the fucking wall. I literally don't know her in real life, but I think she is just so fucking Which old. one? Her name What's is... start with? It starts with an M. 
And with an M, mm-hmm. it could be anybody. <laughs> we're gonna cut that out. No, yeah. we're not. We gotta <laughs> keep that. I hope someone's rolling that everywhere. I want that piece. Would you fight somebody in a boxing? Absolutely. Match? I'm an aggressive motherfucker. I believe it. I, I played lacrosse in college. So did I. I I had bruises all over my body, and I'm a very aggressive person. I really like to. No, I'm serious. That's why I have to work out because if I don't work out, I will fuck someone up. Wow. Yeah, and, okay. I, and I know I look like a dainty girl. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not. I, yeah. And, I, and I, I'm self-aware that I'm pretty aggressive. And that's why I work out to like calm myself down and take it out on like my workouts and stuff. But I grew up playing lacrosse. And I, uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I was an All-American lacrosse player, actually. Were you? Mm-hmm. At what high school? No, well, I was an All-American at Dana Hills. But then I went to Aliso Nagal. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, California was, uh, you know, I'm from uh, D.C. California Oh, you is... think you're a better lacrosse player than me? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. No, no shot about it. We in high school. Well, it's chess and checkers, really. Uh, well, in high school, yeah, they're not the same sport. Mm-hmm. In high school, my team flew out to California, mm-hmm. and we were the number two school in the nation at the time. Where we're was school? Number one, St. Stephen, St. Agnes. Oh, and yeah, I've heard of them. So I used to be on Lax Power all the time. Oh yeah, our team was up into nine on Lax Power, a, a Orange County team. That is actually is really crazy. Which but we played the number one school in the state of California. We flew all the way to the Bay Area to play the number one school in California, cross country. Yeah, it was. How do you know that? I know lacrosse. Damn, St. Ignatius. We played St. Ignatius. Mm -hmm. We beat them 23 to 1. Wow. Yeah. So like, (laughs) California's not that good lacrosse. They're getting there. By the way, I graduated high school in 2012. I'm going 10 years back. So I played at USC as well. So let's hope the lacrosse world is growing here. I'm with you. In the West Coast. I really hope so. I'm actually out of the lacrosse world now completely. Yeah, me too. And there's also like the unicorns that come up, maybe like you in California. But overall, not as good. And I'm, again, this is how I'm so aggressive. I have points and I'm very aggressive about them. I'm sorry. No, that's good. Well, I mean, the point is she wants to fight Madison Pruitt ah, in celebrity boxing. Cringing so Let's go. Hard. Oh Let's my go. God. I'll be there. I'll be in the ring. At this point, <laughs> at this point, I'm going to be just, I feel like I'm going to become a very aggressive person by how much I'm going to be watching boxing yeah. and training. I'm going to be like, want to fight everybody, I feel like. Oh, wow. I don't okay. know how that's going to be really it, but in my mind, I'm going to be like method acting as a boxer. You know what I mean? Well, let's hope we, we stay, you know, away from people. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. all the ring and it's all that, you right, know, the right, punch right. bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Bryce, uh, where can everyone find you? Well, I do have social medias. Really? At Bryce Hirschberg. I also do TikTok. I TikTok and uh, TikTok and Instagram are like what my things. TikTok? I dance and stuff. Shut and, the fuck up. And thirst traps. I have to watch. With your shirt off? Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of this, check this out. Ready? Because I'm taking this very, very seriously. Are you about to take your shirt off? Kind of. Because I'm taking this very seriously, I'm I'm going, I'm doing like all these like wor- different workout things and okay. blah, blah, blah. But I'm also going to a Cairo and getting a bunch of stuff done, including cupping, cupping. And so in I got shape of a heart. heart That's heart, cute. Yeah, heart cups. You're also very sunburnt. That's not sunburnt. That's probably just tan. Oh, sunburn. <laughs> it's hot wow. in here. Wow. <laughs> it, it is honestly really hot in here. Uh, wow. Well, I'm excited to look forward to this boxing match yes, coming up and yes. everything else you have. Thank you. Thank you so much for co- coming on Austin AF. I appreciate you. It's, it was fun AF. Yes. Oh, thank you. All right. See y'all next week. Bye.